I am Vinky and this is the Working Athlete Podcast. Here, I talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various sports to provide you with inspiration, training tips, time management and lifestyle advice. If this is something that interests you, please make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any future episodes. Today's guest, Kabir Rachure, is one of the strongest ultra cyclists from India. He recently completed his third race across America in under 11 days, which is the fastest time by any Indian rider so far. In this episode, he shares his experience at Ram 2023. We talk in detail about what went well and what could have been better in his attempt. We talk about his hunger to keep learning and growing. We talk about his plans for the rest of the year and the major race on his calendar for the next year. It is always great to talk to Kabir with his honest and open approach to life. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. This episode is brought to you by The Bike Affair. If you are in search of a one-stop destination that caters to all your cycling needs, our today's sponsor, The Bike Affair, is the perfect place to check out. I have known the founders of The Bike Affair, Krish and Gokul, personally for nearly 15 years now. In fact, my first century ride was with Krish back in 2008. They are both exceptional human beings and entrepreneurs that believe in providing exceptional service to their customers. And it shows. With over 14 years of experience, The Bike Affair has established itself as a trusted source offering honest advice and exceptional service. They are offering a special treat for the listeners of this podcast. You can enjoy a 10% discount on your first order by using the code BIKEYWINKY on their website. So if you are in Hyderabad, visit their door in Kondapur. Or if you are anywhere else in India, shop online by using the link thebikeaffair.com. I will leave the link in the show notes. Now, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Working Athlete Podcast again, uh, Kabir. Thank you so much for having me. Man, uh, congrats uh, on the successful uh, third time finish of uh, uh, Race Across America. It's fantastic to see, you know, three of you finish uh, this year. I know, I know. It feels like yesterday when we spoke after my second uh, finish and now again speaking for the third finish. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we can get used to this. It, yeah, of course. This is not of bad. Course. As, as long as we have that enough money to spend in a race across America. So, yeah, I'm I'm okay with, with coming, with, with like doing back-to-back ramp. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was uh, chatting with uh, Srini and then Amit okay, uh, yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you know, especially with Srini, we were talking, uh, you know, a lot about uh, <clears throat> all the logistics and the costs really? involved and stuff. I know, I it's know. It's a lot. It's a lot mad, of... Uh, mad, mad. Yeah, yeah. mad, mad. So now let us get into it. Uh, <clears throat> I want to understand how um, how was RAM this time for you mm-hmm. um, compared to you know last couple of times. Yeah. So uh, uh, actually, I goofed up uh, in 
some way uh, rather than uh, any team member or something so uh, uh, so it was very good this year's ram i was physically like super strong than last year mentally super strong than last year the weather was very good compared to last year uh, yeah. yeah the weather was very good actually uh, so it it helped uh, and the the only issue i faced was uh, i went to the us i got Uh, new three bike sets from Dr. Vens, the Infinity. So, uh, so what I did, uh, the main bike, which is my primary bike, it has um, uh, a E2 saddle uh, initially. Okay, and I was installing a E3 saddle. So E3 saddle has double padding than the E2. Okay, mm-hmm. so seat height goes at by three or two centimeter up. Okay, and the uh, nose also goes bit high. So that was different than my original bike. Mm. Centimeters, not mm. Centimeters. So that padding oh, is too that's too a good. Huge. Yeah. Huh. So that padding is too good. So the main part is in the second half. If you think that uh, centimeter is huge, then I'll tell you where I goofed up. So uh, so I tilted the bike seat. I uh, uh, tightened it. Um, so usually uh, my seat port has two screws. One is in front and one is in the back. So usually I tighten it like 8 nm for the front screw and 10 nm for the rear screw. That is enough. So this time what I did, uh, I I tight. So because the US roads are super smooth, okay. So we are not that worried that it will slant or something like that. So I tighten it like 6 nm in the front and 8 nm in the back uh, because I uh, I didn't wanted to take any extra risk to tighten it like uh, too much. So uh, day one was super good. Uh, uh, day one uh, after the bike fit. So in Ram when Ram started. So after Blythe, the road becomes too uh, the vibrations or maybe it has uh, too rough patches. Uh, so because of those rough patches, my saddle started going backward. Uh, Very slightly, oh. which was not oh. uh, 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 like I I couldn't observe this because I was on the bike. Okay, and the process was so slow that my body was getting adapted to it. Okay, so mm. by the time I uh, reached at 500 kilometer mark, my knee started hurting, uh, the left knee, which is my actually mm. stronger leg, which usually never gives any issues. So that started hurting. I thought it might be because of the vibration. So once I go and uh, take a sleep break and the road is smooth, it will go. Uh, and I was not feeling comfortable on the bike, so I asked my crew to get the second bike down, which is the exact replica of this San Marino. So they got the bike uh, down. Uh, it had new wheel set of Sakti. Who was my uh, crew member? So I didn't check the wheels initially because I thought that wheels are looking new, so there is no need to check. These all are like uh, newbie mistakes what uh, new people do. Uh, so I was like, okay, so the bike was set, the wheels were there, so they uh, gave me the bike. I was on the bike. I felt comfortable while sitting. It was a huge difference. So what I thought. Uh, That the entire training what I did in Himalayan was on that bike, the black San Marino, 
okay right. which i got now uh, on that particular time so i thought yeah maybe that is the reason i got uh, super used to this bike and i'm feeling like this is the difference so uh, but the uh, bike started making weird noise it was cracking crackling and everything but i checked the bike so i knew the problem is not in the bike it is something else but again i thought maybe on the roof rack something might have gone wrong so i again shifted on the uh, earlier bike uh, the seat was uh, like uh, totally behind so uh, and That's, then it, it didn't moved back and the saddle setback increased basically so it it moved back almost around 50 mm so my saddle yeah, is totally ahead yeah so my saddle yeah. is totally ahead okay and it went totally behind so this was like this much of gap uh, on the seat which is for right. me is huge because every for mm makes a, yeah for every mm makes huge difference is my power output okay so the right. thing is uh, i was lacking 20% of power at least okay i can go at 35 36 on the flats but i was averaging somewhere around 29 28 okay on those patches i climbed at speed of like 18 and 19 where i do average somewhere around 22 25 on five gra- uh, gradient of 5 so hmm. after that we reached at the firstly break the knee was hurting so bad i never faced such knee issue in my knee and i was like this ram is gone boss and i was like okay just sleep and let's see how it goes because by that time uh, i was feeling that the entire issue is because of the road okay but the mm. road gets smooth after the yagnel <clears throat> so physios gave me the good stretching uh, and then uh, i asked them whether anything is going to tear so they are like no nothing is going to tear because the vibration of so much in knee when i used to fold the knee it used to make crackling noise okay which is not good mm-hmm. for the ram so uh, and i wasn't able to fold it uh, when i was sleeping so it was hurting too much then after that we managed the pain i was not giving much power on the left uh, leg and everything i changed the bike after utah i went on the tt bike it felt very comfortable then again after that i shifted on the same bike uh, which has that seat problem but we weren't aware about the seat slanting because it wasn't it was not visible uh, uh, because mm. of the uh, so we again so much agi to change the bike and sit on it and then move immediately so the so after fourth day i i told to my crew that get that black san marino down and change the wheels i think the entire issue is with, with the wheels uh, cassette so that was the reason uh, the bike was making noise and again on sixth day uh, it was raining so i had two different combination one bike was for rain one bike was for the dry thing because i am not comfortable doing downhills on the carbon wheels because i have the mm-hmm. rim brake and it don't give you that uh, uh, good uh, yeah. uh, control uh, which you get on the, yeah yeah so which i get on the alloy wheels so uh, i shifted on the uh, uh, black san marino because sorry red san marino because it was raining and we installed the alloy wheels on that so uh, i was i i took a p brake and then i went bit down on the road side and so the position was i was here and the bike was here so when i turned back and i saw that and i was like why this bike is looking ugly uh, because the seat was totally behind 
and then i looked at the bike and then i looked at the racked one and i was like boss this is the reason why i'm getting this knee pain and then it was like oh shit i'm riding this bike for the last 7 days i would have thought i would have uh, given the thought that it might be a bike fit thing or something but because i'm riding this bike from like last 6 7 years i never faced any issue with the seat post slanting or seat uh, uh, positioning so you never think about it so this was the biggest learning uh, this year so i lost 20% of power i couldn't push too hard uh because my knee was paining i so my second target was to uh don't push too much just overtake as many as rider i can and maintain that position so that was the thing then the one thing was i'm sure about that i will not allow anyone to overtake me uh, again if i overtake them so that was the second b- b- priority what we had uh, finalized so b- otherwise it, ha- it it would have been a great ram this year yeah oh, so man. yeah i know See, i know. we don't to we tend to uh, you know uh, take so so much care about all the things we, we you would have planned everything to the dot yeah uh, and, and then something like this just pops up and throws you off like Crazy. and in the biggest event of the year so i, I, uh, I know I, i mean you could call it uh, you know a rookie mistake or uh, anything yeah, but course. you know you wouldn't have you wouldn't have uh, in the kind of race situation it yeah. is really hard to uh, you know make out and and when we notice when we finish things. yeah and when we finish the race so at first uh, you never accept that the mistake is on your part okay i i asked someone that whether anybody touched my bike okay or whether anybody made any changes in the seat while changing the seat they were like no 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 we didn't and when i when i started riding the bike i i started thinking that what changes i made before uh, coming to the race then i remembered that i yeah i changed the uh, angle of the seat and i took it like a uh, bit slightly downward and then that stuck me in the mind that yeah uh, i i didn't tighten it properly and because of the vibration it went slightly slightly back because when you are on aero and then you get those vibration your body automatically goes behind and that seat went behind because handling that 75 kilograms of human and uh, uh, that seat has lot of pressure so it goes right. behind so that was the uh, reason we i i think we lost almost around 12 to 15 hours because of the mm. loss in power yeah no, and again when you are in the front bunch you again push harder so right. that was the reason i wasn't looking that tired i was totally fresh at the finish line because i i had lot of energy to ride uh yeah but yeah that was a no, sensible I, decision not to push i think i mean once once uh, something starts hurting like yeah. uh, you know as uh, important a part as uh, knee that Correct. you know you, that that you are pushing uh, on every pedal stroke uh, yeah. if th- that goes for a toss your entire yeah. uh, you know you have to be yeah. conservative to kind of make sure that it holds up throughout the year correct i mean nahi chalata agar if that pain comes in dc or some other cases 
it hmm. uh, the thing so it was so much uh, b- b- so the ram it's such a big event uh, so many things are at stake so you have no option uh, and then then the b- right leg performed very well because i was putting 120% of energy on that leg uh, i was using the left leg only for that rolling and uh, if on the flats i didn't uh, face any issues but on the climbs it was hurting a bit it it hmm. it 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 got better because of the road was smooth and then i started adapting to that seat thing and i am never that comfortable on the tt bike but in this ram i used my tt bike almost for like 1200 to 1300 km because that bike fit was correct and i was not right. comfortable on the aero bike so mm. and i was like oh wow uh, this is good i am feeling i'm finally i'm feeling comfortable with the tt bike even on the climbs and all so uh, yeah <laughs> amazing amazing yeah. so how, how um, you know how was the kind of competition uh, uh, when compared to last couple of times that you uh, took part in so this time i was fearless i i didn't Uh, but, but i didn't uh, but think about uh, 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 not pushing too much not going all out or uh, so this time i was in competitive mind that i have to uh, overtake okay. riders i have to we talked push. about it last time last time yeah yeah time, so yeah. i had nothing to prove to anyone okay the uh, thing was i wanted to just go there uh, take the lead as early as possible and maintain that re- lead okay and uh, main thing don't throw race strategy because of any other competitor so we had a tight plan i'll sleep for two and a half hours every day i was sleeping for two and a half hour every day uh, i took few naps whenever i felt uh, that it is getting risky and i should sleep so we followed our plan and whenever i was on the bike uh, the thought was continuously there that who is riding ahead of me how i can catch him uh, what is his uh, graph uh, looking like okay the yusuke the japanese rider we saw him he was going uh, like two ahead but he was not sleeping at all and uh, if some rider is not sleeping at all and even though you are catching him after third day of like two and a half hour of sleep you know that his moving speed is not that much so you can catch right. him any day so mm-hmm. all the data all the study was on point uh, we were aware, aware of who is riding uh, uh, in which way so uh, so yeah the plan was there to finish as uh, in good position as uh, we can Mm-hmm. so yeah. in terms of uh, the uh, race strategy you just mentioned about uh, you know planning f- for sleep breaks so yeah. what else was uh, your race strategy going in so it was uh, so see uh, there are two main strategies okay uh, to be uh, super fresh don't take any risk on the bike okay uh, we can catch up lot of ground because this is not a 40 km race it is a 5000 km race if on one day if some rider performs well you have to wait for your day on maybe next day you will perform well and he might be in some different position because everybody has some different kind of strategy you can't go in ram without any strategy so uh, the main thing was to sleep proper 
don't get sleep deprived okay don't uh, increase that sleep debt so that you can push uh, in your second half when other riders start feeling sleepy okay because a lot of riders are there who go without sleep okay if you see amit samarth i don't think he slept for first two days okay he was just taking those naps okay uh, so but srini was sleeping well so we were able to overtake amit even after our sleep breaks he used to go ahead then we used to catch him a uh, lot of riders so uh, the riders who don't sleep a lot uh, they get slow okay because it adds too much risk you are riding with sleepy uh, eyes and everything and if you see amit's pattern after his uh, high altitude sickness when he got the sleep he was super fast so yeah uh, that that what happened yeah. yeah that what happens when you are properly rested or slept well okay so uh, uh, that was the main thing and the second thing was uh, following the nutrition properly uh, nutrition means nothing about protein and carbohydrates and everything the nutrition uh, priority was to consume at least 350 calories per hour no matter how you consume it but consume it so i mm-hmm. ate somewhere around 60 ice cream sandwiches in 12 days like 10 days so <laughs> on one because see one ice cream sandwich has almost around 450 calories okay and it tastes well okay in in heat uh, you feel like you are having something uh, maybe b- 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 good thing which is so on one day i itself i had 12 or 13 ice cream sandwiches so like i'm sorted for like next 14 hours nutrition it's sorted <laughs> and it was giving good results so uh, yeah that was the main thing that we followed that to consume 350 to 400 calories per hour mm-hmm. yeah. so apart from the, the ice cream sandwiches what else was uh, contributing to the calories so i i usually have sn energy uh, of the state fast okay that is my mm. primary nutrition thing uh, before sleep break sapna cooks that uh, moong dal ka khichdi with lots of ghee and peanut chutney that that helps a lot for my recovery and all uh, i do take protein shake before sleeping uh, then these ice cream sandwiches uh, maybe sometimes chips donuts pizza slices uh, subway sandwich uh, fresh fruits berries i had lots of peaches uh, mm. uh, this time mm. yeah the farmers were there on the road side they had good peaches so i had lot of peaches i had tomatoes uh, like six six tomatoes on the bike so the best thing about the ram whatever you eat you are going to lose weight so that's the <laughs> best thing you can eat whatever you can uh we just have to make sure that the things are in good shape uh mm. the fruits and vegetables are not rotten it it has mm. no some bad breath or something like that so that is the main thing you have to focus on that the whatever you are having is fresh uh right. not something yeah what, yeah whatever you are having is fresh what it doesn't yeah. uh, interrupt with your correct with your, because our immunity setting your tummy down. or something like that yeah, yeah because our immunity already goes down because of this p- p- immense uh, effort so you have to be really careful with what you are having so that's that's very important excellent excellent so the pacing uh, in terms of pacing uh it doesn't matter whether it is uh, you know uh, 40 meter race or uh, you know 4000 kilometer race pacing is everything right you yeah, yeah. Got, you have to make sure that you are not pushing too much 
too soon and Correct. you are you know you are sticking to your pace strategy but in a race like this um it is also very important to uh, like you were saying right not let others position affect your pacing strategy correct so yeah. much that is so, too important mm-hmm. so uh, i mean how many people were uh, ahead of you uh, as the days uh, you know in the first couple of days how did it change over the course of the competition Yeah, actually, I didn't lose many places. Okay, for mm-hmm. my sleep break, only you, two or three riders used to go ahead, and then again I used to catch them up. I I remember before South Fork, I was at overall third position. Isa was ahead of me. Yusuke was ahead of me, and then I was there, and then Lionel was behind me, and Mark Upensky was there. But Mark Upensky has uh, had three hour uh, time ben- credit. uh because he went to that flag stuff patch and then came back and then the the took the car shuttle so uh and then again i i used to be at the maybe seventh overall then again i used to go at fourth overall maybe third overall then then fifth overall so i didn't lose too many places i took so a lot of people what they strategize that will go last 48 hours without sleep okay uh to think like that it is good okay but it is not possible physically unless and until you are in some different level uh, like stressors okay so uh, so last year i did that mistake to uh, think that uh, i'll go last 700 kilometers without sleep okay so uh, that didn't happen so this time i was uh, sapna and me were pretty sure that we'll take our last sleep break properly so that we can overtake all other riders so when i took my last sleep break so i was i guess ninth overall but we overtook four riders and by the time i catch rupinski or maybe lia they were like uh, far ahead so i didn't had that time to push and then overtake these riders and climbing is always my strength uh, has been my strength so i uh, i made lot of ground in that climbing session uh, sections and when i was aware that nobody will overtake me and i am not able to overtake any other riders i took it pretty easily or otherwise i would have finished at like two and a half hours before what i did but i chilled at the end i slept for like one hour when uh, heather was behind me so i used to uh, check her uh, uh, we used to check her Uh, tracking details whenever she used to stop i used to stop and then i used to take a nap whenever she used to start i used to start well that actually demoralizes the rider because they think that yeah yeah this rider has stopped and then i'll start then when you start then that rider gets demotivated or yeah they are just uh, riding whenever we are riding and she had one hour penalty so we were like in safe position that even she takes the lead we are going to be ahead so that's how i think uh, it went and second in age category and fifth overall was a good thing even after having that knee pain and everything no oh, definitely the yeah. great result uh, yeah. and was it like uh, this is the first time we, you know uh, an indian rider went sub 11 yeah. days um, yeah. was did the uh, uh, i mean uh, i learned that at uh, a 100 uh, mile section was kind of cut out was yeah, that correct. considered um, into the time or how how did no, that work? it it they didn't consider it yet okay but mm. 
so my take on that 100 mile is when the race is 5000 km this is going to happen in 2022 yeah. i rode 130 km extra okay but mm. they gave one hour credit to every rider okay for 130 mm. km and it had lot of climbing one hour in 130 <laughs> yeah and it had yeah. lot of climbing okay trust me the road uh, was not as smooth as so what we did last year was we climbed up to flagstaff ka climb which is the mm. toughest climb okay thereafter we had a shuttle of uh, 50 mile and from there we went to winslow and from winslow we went to tuba city okay but the flag stuff to tuba city it's super fast segment okay it is gradual down the road condition it's super good you average somewhere around 31 32 for that patch and winslow was gradually climbing thing so we lost somewhere around 6 to 7 hours only for that patch okay mm-hmm. uh, otherwise i would have finished that entire ram last year's ram and some around 11 days 2 hours or 3 hours if right. the road was exactly this so this is part and parcel of the race a few people ask me that yeah uh, they removed the uh, most difficult climb of the ram so that doesn't mean that ram is easy okay ram is of equally difficult yeah of course so a lot of people in deccan cliffhanger when they removed the mahabaleshwar section people decrease their target time by 3 3 hours and i was like are you guys mad that it's just a 10 km climb and you can't uh, make your target like if somebody was targeting 28 hours he was now targeting 25 hours uh, like how is that possible that, like that doesn't help yeah yeah so yeah of course it was good thing especially for me because i had knee pain and that climb would have been made it worse because mm. that time was pretty fresh for my knee knee pain okay right. that was very good thing for amit as well because he didn't sleep before that patch and he got to sleep in the shuttle okay mm. so that was a very good thing for lot of people but yeah, yeah. you don't know because of maybe uh, everybody uh, the, if uh, we would have done that patch maybe we would have got some good tailwinds ahead because every 4 hours or 5 hours uh, thing makes huge difference so for explaining okay um, i was in trinidad this year amit and srini and the riders which were behind me were like 6 to 7 hours behind me okay from trinidad to ulysses i got the headwinds okay i was mm-hmm. not averaging properly in ulysses uh, that storm came and thereafter it was super tailwind but the people who were like 6 hours behind me they got the super good tailwind okay that was the reason that amit covered so much distance because on day 2 it was super tailwind so every 4 hours makes huge difference okay right. i was in the yarnel climb ka patch uh, uh, in early afternoon so i didn't get that heat but amit was in like after 2 or 3 hours he got super uh, uh, hot weather so this is how it is so uh, i think yeah, I mean, that is y- yeah. okay it kind of evens out uh, over the you know over uh, yeah. uh, 500 uh, 5000 kilometer kilometer yeah so 160 yeah. is like this last year we rode somewhere around 5120 kilometers this year yeah. we rode somewhere around 4900 and some odd kilometers so exactly blah, yeah, yeah. i think yeah no, but no but uh, still the kind of um, you know the way, where we are right yeah. now uh, like uh, we talked about last time how from watching dot watching and nailing uh, you know biting our nails 
to make sure that our riders are uh, making the cutoff we are yeah. actually moving to we we almost forgot about the cutoffs and yeah of course know, time stations and right. we are actually looking at okay he's this much ahead of these riders this much uh, behind these riders and we are kind of strategizing and looking at the competition rather than the yeah. uh, time stations and yeah. that is that is just uh, you know great progress uh, and uh, I, i think i this year especially with all three of you finishing yeah. uh, that strong it it boards really well to the ultra community um, in yeah, yeah. i was just checking the stats of raw riders and everyone so mm. if i would have gone for raw i would have been overall winner for raw uh, the solo thing because the fastest rider was 3 hours slower than me in durango so and when you go for ra you push a lot because that is just 1500 kilometers race so that right. quality is going like higher uh, mm. day by day but the only thing to worry is there are only these few riders who are de- doing this thing again and again okay we mm. need some new riders to come up with all these things okay people are uh-huh. a lot yeah i am sure i am sure uh, you know you uh, seeing uh, you guys now would influence definitely and you know uh, inspire a lot more riders uh, you know for a fact it is uh, it is not something uh, just about the endurance and the capabilities although that becomes primary that yeah. becomes super important that becomes super primary yeah but again like we just talked about the whole logistics angle of it is what makes Correct. it even more uh, harder yeah so yeah and, yeah. and even i think uh, female riders should be more inspired by looking at lia and isa uh, oh man because yeah because she, that is something real inspiration overall right? yeah yeah of course of course in 2019 from 2019 her timing she improved almost two days so uh, her timing in 2019 was somewhere around 11 days 12 hours or 11 hours now she was like 9 days 12 hours or something and so that is the main reason so she is not in her 30s or 20s where people actually improve she was like 52 and now she is 54 uh, 55 and she is improving in that way her graph is like going in that way so for us it is like something super positive to take that we are at just our 30s and uh, i can like improve way to uh, better than what these guys are doing it's just about the hard work and the uh, yeah uh, what what definitely. you put in your training yeah definitely so yeah. you just mentioned about uh, raw and comparing the timings with the raw field is is that something on your uh, mind uh, for future Uh, no actually i'll if i go i'll do ram because see uh, investing in same time same money and then going and doing shorter version is not something i'm looking for and uh, uh, one more thing is uh, if i i ever think about doing raw i will just not think about finishing it or winning it i will target something to uh, achieve something good in it okay to mm-hmm. uh, maybe do it in some uh, some particular hours or see the records and everything because uh, at the end of the day people consider solo raw as a uh, trial before the uh, ram it is okay. something you train your crew 
your uh, uh, bikes and uh, check your status how you are going to do in raw people mostly do raw and the next year they go for the ram okay mm-hmm. so uh, and i don't kind want to go for check. yeah and i don't want to go for uh, raw and see that weather it's so good and think that agar ram karta to yaar kitna fast jata so uh, i i don't want to think in that way <laughs> that was the reason i went this year okay because uh, uh, so see amit was there sini was there so see we can't uh, think that okay there is no competition in same country is athlete or something when they go on the international thing if we don't no, push so each other yeah of course outside, so right? if we don't push each other we are not going to improve at all mm-hmm. okay so i didn't wanted to cry sitting at the home that okay amit and senior is getting so good weather and it is such a beautiful thing and i don't get to race with these guys often okay because the the races which i do they don't come for these races so this was the good ground for me to check myself whether i am improving my timings whether i am at that stage uh, whether these guys are stronger than me uh, what i have to do and something so this was good platform for me to go there to check my uh, uh, strategies and everything so i i didn't wanted to make any excuses on 2024 that again last year the weather was very good so people went faster this year the weather was not that good so i was slower so going at the same year gives you the same platform same almost same climate conditions same uh, everything is there and you push a uh, bit more than uh, uh, what you push if you see simon yates and his brother okay these are real brothers riding in yeah. different teams and they are the most competitive for each other hardik right. pandya kunal pandya okay it is not about the country or the relation or something these guys motivates you to push a lot because you want to prove something for yourself you want to check something if say like if me and my best friend is playing in some different teams cricket so i want to hit every ball out of the park when he balls okay i'll be b- brutal against him but i'll be b- equally b- adore him and everything so that gives extra boost to you so definitely. yeah definitely yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> definitely i mean for for all of us it was really great to see like yeah. uh, we were enjoying uh, you know uh, see uh, watching uh, simon eights and uh, yeah. you know, his brother, uh, brother competing and you know doing so well in that uh, 2d france stage we were yeah. uh, looking at three of you uh, you know doing so well and uh, you know enjoying uh, vicariously from here and that yeah. finish line photo of uh, three of you uh next to each other uh, was really good to watch as well correct right? and i i got a lot of respect from these two uh, uh, senior riders actually whenever i overtook mm-hmm. them sreeni was very kind and talkative with me we spoke a lot uh, because our speed was pretty similar on few patches so we used to speak for like 5 minutes or 10 minutes because we have a maximum time limit when you can speak to other rider and then mm-hmm. maybe he used to pass or i used to pass then when i met amit amit was equally uh, kindful he was talking uh, in good way all the foreign riders are pretty well i spoke with lia hither was like all the time there with me at day 2 i i, I told her that uh, it it seems like we are going to finish at the same time and she was like of course if we don't fuck up our plans then we might finish <laughs> at the same time uh, like yeah and at the end also we spoke about it 
Jonathan Moog was there. Uh, after coming back to India, he he was kind enough to text me that, uh, hey brother, are you thinking about doing Ram and Team of Two? Let's do something good and everything. And I was like, um, of course we'll do it in future, but uh, uh, I'm planning to do race around Austria and then let's see how it goes. So these these athletes are pretty good. So they are super competitive when we are on the road, but these guys are like super kind when we are off the race. So they will come, they will appreciate, they will, uh, yeah. So this is this is beautiful. amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the kind of uh, camaraderie and sportsmanship that we need, and the you know that the future generations have to take from you guys. Yeah, actually, as well. yeah, yeah, excellent. So. <clears throat> You just mentioned about uh, race across Austria. Uh, yeah. When is that, and uh, when are you planning to do that? So it's uh, so the my actual plan was to go for race around Austria this year, uh, mm-hmm. but um, uh, yeah, of course I told you that uh, uh, this year was looking good to be uh, at the top and everything. So I went to Ram. And now the plan is to go for race around Austria next year if everything falls in place. So yeah, so to go and to when, just when when uh, does that uh, usually happen? It's usually in August. So okay. yeah, it will be August 2024. Uh, so yeah, the 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 plan is that, and after that we'll see uh, how things align and how's the training and everything. So. Hmm. So there won't be uh, uh, RAM next year from you then? For sure, no RAM next year. But after that, uh, uh, yeah, maybe there is possibility that I might go again. So uh, mm-hmm. not here to right. just go and uh, tick on that bucket list that, yeah, I have done this RAM, I have done uh, Austria and I'll go for Europe and everything. No, I, I want to go again and again and improve that timing. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So um, y- this year, uh, uh, how did you kind of, um, you know, uh, did you go a bit ahead to kind of adjust to the uh, climatic conditions or acclimatize or how, how did that planning go? No, actually, uh, I was in lay for a month. A month. Okay, but mm. I went to US on 29th of May uh okay. 14 days before the race so i went mm-hmm. to borego where usually riders do the uh heat training but i don't know i i i was feeling like this year's ram won't be that hot so i didn't do any ride in hot weather i just did one ride to just see whether this heat is bearable or non not bearable so it was bearable so uh, i spoke to my team that i'm not going to uh, suffer in the heat for training and then delay my recovery timings and all and mm. uh, it was very windy so the things were uh, becoming risky uh, because it was too windy so i didn't do any heat training or everything i used to go out for like early morning ride and then come back rest recover eat whatever i want and just wait for the training i used to spend a lot of time with bikes to just make those micro changes uh, fuck up with that seats thing and everything so uh, but uh, yeah, but I I went there and I felt that this year's ram is going to be uh, cooler than usual. Mm. So and uh, I have seen the data. Whenever this happens, the next year is brutal. 
so uh, i don't know next year how it is going to be but the right. data says that whenever the ram is super cooler on some year the next year is pretty harsh so uh, uh, i think because 2019 was super hot thereafter 2020 it didn't happen 21 was the brutal one there were total 11 riders for solo attempt out of them nine went to hospital in arizona My yeah God. so everybody was admitted in that particular hospital after arizona so after that 2022 was much better it was hot but not that hot this year was the cooler one okay so i i think the next year will be the uh, brutal yeah. one so whoever is Last planning year. to go go with that mental preparation that it is going to be super hot right and last year uh, you faced lot of winds and ah, mad winds mad winds this year team team teams uh, faced lot of wind uh, because okay. team starts uh, after four days okay last year teams got super tail winds so they caught up uh, they caught us at ohio or somewhere this year they caught us on the last day which was really good uh so even they weren't uh, able to cross isa usually when stressa goes there does it under 8 days so uh, one or two teams mostly catch him okay so isa was like two days slower than stressa but still no team came and crossed her so yeah. this was the pure indication that the weather for the team was pretty brutal hmm. yeah yeah i mean you you can uh, get caught up with uh, weather like that uh, you know but over the you know 5000 kilometers it kind of uh, evens out for uh, most riders i i would think yeah 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 uh, yeah, yeah in ulysses yeah. i had a sleep break planned and the hotel was like 25 kilometers away and uh, it started uh, raining uh, and the weather was getting bad because there were prediction of thunderstorm and all so the plan was to ride as fast as possible to ulysses sleep for two and a half hours so maybe till uh, the storm goes away and then uh, start riding but when the so uh, uh, when the hotel was like 15 kilometers away it so i was pedaling at like 40 kmph and all because i had a strong wind and all of sudden without pedaling the bike was going at 61 62 on a flat road and oh i was my like God. Oh shit what is this happening and then uh, i was like uh, boss the storm is coming or what and my crew members were like just uh, look at your both the sides and when i saw the clouds were like coming down it was uh, thundering and then the wind was so strong and i was on deep section so all of sudden a cross wind came and i lost my balance so i still wanted to continue on a shallow wheels but it was getting too risky so i would have reached at my hotel in like 15 minutes if i would have done that ride but then we lost almost around 45 minutes in that because we uh, put the cycles in car i went to hotel and car then again after the sleep break we came back to the same point and then start mm-hmm. riding from there so in that entire process we lost somewhere around 45 minutes to one hour mm-hmm. so yeah but but you have to take safety into consideration and yeah, of course you have to of course give that yeah. preference because these things uh, the uh, cross strong cross fins on deep sections and even when you know big vehicles pass you 
they can Correct. really rattle you and you know yeah. one one fall can mean you know a, lo- yeah. a lot of uh, a lot different result imagine yeah. getting tailwinds at the speed of like almost 100 110 kmph so never saw that <laughs> such strong weight yeah never saw such strong rides but still i wanted to ride in that because uh, that 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 looked super good to cover some extra distance and catch up with the front riders but everybody stopped so yeah. and i was and then thereafter i was worried about the cycles which were mounted on the rack on the roof rack and i was like shit if something happens <laughs> and the, the fork gets broken or something like that but the the it didn't happen so yeah that was that was scary uh, thing nice nice yeah. what was the most memorable uh, what were some of the most memorable uh, moments uh, from this uh, year's ram for you ah uh, the most memorable thing is again to be at the start point because it takes lot of energy to reach there and uh, be there okay that that feeling it's something different uh, i can't explain because uh, in 2019 i thought of going for ram and attempting ram uh, the 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 main motto of that ram was to just complete the ram and um, have that label of ram finisher uh that year i was sure that i'll go again in 2020 maybe and then covid happened i couldn't go for the ram then in 2022 we went so second time was okay but i never thought that i'll come again in 2023 and be at the start point so ocean side and all those places feels like home now borego springs that the entire la airport or jfk airport you know everything that this is the road this is the uh, car thing you see same people because i was there in last year so even in uh, trifty and all where we pick up our cars the the similar faces you see uh, in borego the shop uh, uh, the supervisors are same they ask you are you are here again the the waiters of the hotel and everything so that feels i, I am actually b- lucky uh, blessed and uh, uh, because i'm uh, uh, i'm able to do uh, the things what i love because ram is dream for a lot of people a lot of people are thinking to do ram from like since 2014 but they didn't go for it uh, and i am someone who started after the amit sreeni and all like two years after and i did three times so that is huge i what i i missed just one uh, edition of ram that was 2021 only because um, the things were dicey for us uh, mm-hmm. they had some um, uh, quarantine conditions and all that you have to quarantine for 14 days once you reach us and all and financially that is not possible for us so right. and frankly speaking uh, lucky that i didn't go in 2021 because heat was brutal so uh, and i was not that prepared the way i am now uh, prepared mm. so it's always hard for you on your body to uh, go so yeah, i feel the most memorable part is to l- land on the airport and start at the uh, uh, stand on the start line uh to see the same banner uh, race across america start and uh, all those things i think that is the most memorable thing otherwise we we regret everything after we start pedaling because after two days four <laughs> days when we are sleep deprived we, we there is nothing memorable 
I have pretty samples in my crew but these guys are like uh, so every one of them can be a crew chief of any good team so uh, uh, actually the team is super sorted so I have nothing to worry uh, so uh, yeah that makes a huge difference Uh, yeah yeah definitely makes a huge difference so yeah. was the crew more or less same from last year Uh, so six people were there uh, three mm-hmm. people couldn't come from last year because uh, everyone had some personal issues kazi shifted to riyadh so he was joining his new job uh, uh, satish had some uh, personal issues ratnadeep was trying to come but he also had some personal issues so i took four new crew members sakti was there he is from us sakti's wife prasanna was there so uh, i know these guys from years so uh, no one was new uh varun was there he is my training he uh, did officiating and lot of de- uh, inspect india cases so he is a very calm and composed guy and the, the thing i had no one who knows about the cycles so uh, i took varun because he is a cyclist and i know that he can at least change the tires and tubes and do all this um, the Uh, uh degreasing and everything and uh, maintain the bikes properly so he and jobby who uh, 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 took care of all the social social media thing and he did awesome because i i got so many good replies after the race that we lived the race and everything and i was like but being there uh, in person it's something different and looking at the social media it's something different because my stupid uh, technician has no uh, visa nikhil uh so he works in mastermind so i i yeah, so let's see when he gets the visa and when he can come for the next race so yeah mm-hmm. i had actually i have lot of awesome crew members so uh, if i i think of going there with the perfect team i i will have to take almost 20 22 people because Uh, uh i'm lucky in that thing actually so uh, because every race i have few people who crewed me before and everyone is super good super committed um, they care about me a lot so it is not something for them to go and roam usa or do something uh, it the priority is just the race that we are going for kabig we have to do this for kabig and uh, uh, yeah so the team Amazing. was good Yeah. yeah the crew makes such a huge uh, yeah. difference yeah and yeah. that is the most difficult part in ultra cycling to build a, a good crew mm mm-hmm. definitely yeah. so how how is the rest of the year looking for you uh i haven't started with the riding yet okay but, but uh, looking forward for the deccan uh, cliffhanger because mayank is coming uh, from canada 
so uh, and then i heard that dhigen bontra had registered for the dc so these are few fast guys and it doesn't matter that whether you finish ram thrice or something every race is different whether it is 650 km or 12 1200 km or 5000 km every rider is different so mayank is super fast in 24 hour races most of the time he uh, he he uh, he does something wrong and his races are on stake sometimes he comes with a bad crew sometimes he takes a lot of caffeine tablet or sometimes <laughs> uh, he pushes a lot then he starts knee pain his knee starts paining but i respect him a lot as a competitor because he's a super genuine guy uh, so uh, riding against him i always push myself a lot and then coming back after ram and going for the 650 km you have to change your mental thing to different level because you uh, get used to for that comfortable and um, endurance rides and then again coming back to the 650 uh, thing and then push yourself to beyond limits so uh, and uh, the so intensity would be different right yeah yeah i want to try nationals and all uh, only for the time trials but i never tried that thing and uh, maybe to increase my pushing capacity or maybe that suffering capacity it will be a good uh, ground for me uh, so uh, i always see these guys navin john panbar and all these uh, guys who ride uh, even super fast even the ashwin goen swam is there and all these guys so uh, maybe someday come to bangalore or uh, chennai and do those time trials and uh, just to take a taste of it that how these guys push themselves for the 40 km of course like uh, uh, so uh, i'll i'll mostly uh, invest my time to in learning these uh, different formats and then again shift to the uh, same thing uh, after the deccan in december because i have almost 8 months to train for race around austria so this is how the year looks uh, to increase that pushing capacity and that suffer uh, so what amuses me uh, about the short distance rider is they have immense capacity to push themselves and uh, uh, suffer uh, and uh, bear that pain and suffering which is not usually in the uh, long distance riders uh, so i can do multiple hundreds at the same speed uh, if somebody ask me to do 600 km in the speed of 30 32 i can do that but i can't do my first 100 at 36 or 30 kmph which these guys do it easily Uh, but after that their graph goes down so this is the difference and i want to uh, mix myself uh, maybe uh, adapt to this pushing capacity in endurance so that i can push my limits and i can be more faster so this is i am something looking forward to to merge the racing style into the endurance thing so let's see how it goes maybe it might work or might not work but there is nothing wrong in trying something new oh definitely uh, you know uh, this kind of reminds me of how uh, navin john is now you know delving into something very very new for him which is track oh, wow. cycling right oh, wow. so yeah. yeah so you know th- this kind of shows the hunger uh, in you guys to not be complacent but 
keep learning right yeah. this, this is this is really great to hear i am sure you will uh, do really well in those as well uh, yeah. you know come down to uh, bbch uh, uh, you know we have a really fast course we yeah. uh, pride ourselves uh, with the 40 kmph 45 kmph rides with on yeah, that know, fast yeah. course <laughs> so yeah. i am sure you will be flying there as well you know Uh, yeah i hope so it, so it would be great to see you there yeah and, i'll come down to uh, yeah bbch someday for sure because i always see your instagram post and everything and i'm like man this is something which is not here in mumbai or pune so because that road is good that yeah. community is there that racing thing i see a lot of huge crowd and then so testing yourself in lot of people gives you boost to push yourself because going for guineas and uh, vuka and everything you are riding alone so you don't know how other people will ride and something so riding right. in that pressure of competition makes you uh, a lot stronger in the racing thing so yeah. that's why i keep doing these deccan and ultra spice and everything because under pressure it gives you good uh, 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 analysis to who is working in what way whether this crew is capable of taking the pressure whether i am capable of uh, taking the pressure whether if another rider so takes me whether i lose some hope or i fight back or something like that so this is always good battleground for you to test yourself go to the competition even stressers see he he did 1000 km in 24 hours okay no one can do it i can bet on it yeah uh, yeah so uh, he does ram in 7 days 12 hours and all and he still goes for 40 km time trials he comes third he comes fourth he comes fifth okay so there is no shame in it okay it's actually what i love the most because you can't win every race okay you have Correct. to be there once you know your forte okay everyone knows that okay if kabir is good in ultra distance nobody will judge kabir for doing 40 km okay if people think that kabir will be the equally same in 40 km that is not correct because i am they, not they training for that sport. race yeah so i am not training for that race if you have yeah. some coach people think that my coach should win every race unless and until he is not a good coach but sachin can't be a good coach he can be a good exactly. player but he can't be a good coach and some cricketer can be a very good coach but he never performed that way okay he might not have a single century in his record but he is good in learn, uh, teaching those things so uh, i think this excellent. is where we are lacking yeah yeah excellent i am i'm sure uh, you know i'm uh, really happy to see uh, your hunger i wish yeah. you all the very best in the so much, upcoming sir. races including uh, deck and cliffhanger and uh, thanks again for taking the time and uh, sharing thank your thank you so experience. much thank you so much that was my conversation with kabir i hope you enjoyed that if you are enjoying this podcast and are finding them useful please consider supporting the podcast by subscribing to it on youtube as well as on your favorite podcasting app also supporting the sponsors of the podcast is a great way to support the podcast itself thanks again for your continuous support see you next week with another guest